I love it. I know that's weird. The only time we'll stop is when we can't afford it anymore. But I've been studying and studying and I felt that I wanted to teach on this topic. And our senior pastor, Pastor Nick, is ministering this morning in Victory, our other campus in Bendigo. Pastor Greg and Sue are on a couple of weeks of annual leave. They're on a cruise to New Zealand. Pastor Jordan and his wife, Talisha, they're on their honeymoon. Just want to let you know that that one and only was written by him. Whatever. It was written by him, which is good because I employ him. And he, they, they had a great day on Friday, just so aware. It was outstanding. I've never been so crowd, crowd. I don't know what that word is. That's like proud and I don't know. And um, he cried a lot, which made me cry. It was very beautiful. It was very intimate and very God-honoring. And during the week, as I was thinking about this topic, we had our pastor come and speak to me and said, Charles, I don't want you to teach it. I want you to speak from your heart in regards to this area. I want you to speak into the heart of it. This morning, I want to speak to our community. I want to have a conversation together around the topic of facing resistance. There have been some things that have recently happened in our community where I can see that there are many people facing resistance. But I know my God is greater. I know my God is in control. I know that when facing resistance, sometimes it can be scary, can be hard, can be stretching. But God is in control. Who agrees with me today? I want to speak into the heart of it. But what I want to do first is, I want to encourage you all to stand just for a minute. Now, we don't do this a lot in our community from the perspective that I want people to be who they are. But can I ask you to stir up a bit of righteous anger this morning? Can I ask you to get passionate about the will of God with me this morning? Because God is in control. God's will will win. And I believe that there will be breakthrough this morning. So could we raise our hands and for 30 seconds... Could we together shift the atmosphere in this place to just 100% unity in faith that God is in control? Right now. Right now. Right now. As you feel comfortable, I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to give God honour and God glory for Him being in control of your life. Oh, Lord God, hallelujah. If you speak in tongues and you want to do that, speak in tongues this morning. Lord God.
Could we lift the level of faith a little bit this morning? Lord God, we thank you. You're in this place. We thank you that you hear our prayer. We thank you that you are in control. Could we lift the level of faith a little bit more in this room? Could we begin to address the devil? Lord God, right now, we thank you in the name of Jesus that we have authority. Lord God, we know that with Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue confess. Every situation will submit to God. And right now, Lord, we thank you that when we face resistance, we are heading in the right direction, Lord God. And right now we pray that you would speak to us today in Jesus' name. Now what we're going to do just before we sit down, if you love Jesus this morning and you believe He's in control, could you give Him a massive cry this morning? Let's go. One, two, three. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Come on. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats. So recently I've joined an absolutely elite club. An elite club. I'm sure there are many people in this room that have joined this club. But I have been going to the gym across the road at Genesis. You hear a lot of stories about there. Still trying to break the habit at staring at big dudes. Still working on that. Um, But recently, on a Thursday, I get a personal training session with a guy named Billy. And what happens is... We go through the training session, but Billy tries to keep your heart rate up. So what he does is he gets a resistance band, which is one of these. And Gene, I'd like you to come up for a minute. And what he does is he takes the resistance band, puts it around himself. Then what he does is he tells me to run. Don't run too fast. He doesn't tell me that. That's too fast. And what he does is he forms resistance. You're way stronger than me. I'm going to fall over. We'll go again. Go slow. Make me look stronger, please. Right? So what he does is he makes me run. You're still going too fast. This time, slow motion. Slow motion. You're killing me. I have to talk. He's getting tired, isn't he? He's going to join my club waiting here. Right? So what he does is he forms resistance again. It's perfect, man. A little bit slow. A little bit slow-mo. Slow-mo. So what he does is when I try to move myself forward, keep going. Doing great. Right? He forms resistance. Just one more time. Just one more time. That's what he says to me. Right? There's no reason for this one. It's just fun. Okay? (laughs) All right. Thank you, brother. Just don't run down the stairs. I'd come with you. So what happened? Thank you, brother. Give Gene a hand. So what happened? Is he's a lot stronger than me. Makes me go a lot slower. So I ran and I persevered and I persevered and I tried to propel forward and I was running and I was going hard and it felt like every move that I was making, I felt like as I would raise my foot, I would want to go backwards. I think I've got something going, I've got to do that more often. But anyway, what happened is I get to the end. It was 50 metres. And then all of a sudden I said to Billy, I feel funny. I said, is the room going a bit darker? I go, hey, um, all the saliva's left my mouth. He looks at me and goes, oh, let's go outside. I said, why do we want to go outside? So I went outside the gym. 
into the community that I love and I vomited on the footpath. (laughs) And then I lay down on the footpath. And then I said to Billy, I think that's enough for today. (laughs) Resistance. Resistance. A fight. A battle. A struggle. A conflict. Facing defiance. A challenge. Facing Resistance can come in many different forms. Your health, your financial world, your emotions. I want to speak into the heart of facing resistance this morning. Resistance is a part of a journey, a person who is heading in the right direction. If you're heading in the right direction, you will face opposition because we know that the devil is out to destroy your life, to ruin what God has for you. But nothing can stop the will and the purpose of God for your life. No matter how hard the struggle gets, no matter how slow you may feel you're moving forward, You know, in the physical, when you work hard against resistance, it actually builds strength. It builds stamina. It increases your ability to perform. In the spiritual, it builds integrity. It builds character. It builds resilience. It builds a testimony. For your life. So, what I want to do, if you guys would turn with me to Daniel chapter 10. Let's go on a journey together this morning into this scenario. I love the book of Daniel, it's an apocalyptic book. It's very interesting where it's positioned in our Bible. You see, in our Bible, it's placed Uh, among the prophets in in the Hebrew order. uh, It's placed among the prophets, uh, among the writings. See, the difference between a prophetic book like Jeremiah is that a prophet prophesies into the near future with its goal to bring people into repentance and back to God. But Daniel, why it's positioned in in the writings is because it's actually not speaking into the near future. It's a glimpse of the end times. And its goal is actually to encourage God's people who are being persecuted on the journey towards God's plan. See, the book of Daniel's goal is to encourage believers who are in hard times. I think there are many people in this room today that are facing Hard times, resistance, challenges in many different areas, in many different ways. It can affect the whole five um, uh, areas of your life, which we talk about in part of our discipleship model. It can affect your physical, relational, emotional, financial and spiritual world. You can face challenges. Challenges. 
knowing that at the end of the day, you win. Every resistance in your life, as I've said before, has an expiration date when it meets God's will. So in Daniel chapter 10, we set up the scene here where Daniel has received a series of visions, one at which he sees, but he doesn't quite understand, which leads him into what we know in this chapter as the 21-day Daniel fast. We can relate to that. He goes into a period where he humbles himself and seeks God for understanding of what is to come. And in Daniel chapter 10, we're going to read from verse 11 through to verse 14. And he says, He said, Daniel, you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I'm about to speak to you and stand up, for I've now been sent to you. Here's just a side one. I felt when I was preparing this, this isn't part of what I want to speak into, but it says stand up. Sometimes you need to make a stand and get ready to receive what God has for you. Okay, sometimes you, you, you get bashed and, and, and tired out by the resistance to the point that you're in a, a position where you go, I'm broken, I'm not ready to go. I want to encourage you to rise up in faith today and stand up and get ready to receive what God has for your life. I have been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. For me, it doesn't matter how you get up. It doesn't, matter your po- it doesn't matter your position. It's your posture. You're there. You're ready to receive it. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me For 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. What a scene. What a glimpse into the spiritual world that is. I'm sent by God with a message. This is an angel. And yet there's resistance in the spiritual realm. There's something going on that we can't quite see at this very moment. But yet there is a battle. There's God's will. And there's our lives in the picture. Has anybody here ever planted anything? A seed, a tree? So recently, in fact, last night, my dad gave me about a kilo and a half. Been telling our leaders about this of the most terrific tomatoes you've ever seen. They don't look good. They look weird. But gee, they taste amazing. And what happened is my dad, who is now just retired, has taken up, as most European guys do, a little bit of gardening. And tomato seems to be where he started. But what happened is my whole life, every year my nonna would give me some seed that I would plant and I would grow tomatoes. But what would happen is I would 
plant these tomato seeds and nothing would change the next day. If we go to my first point, thanks. Your word was heard. Your words were heard. It says in verse 12 to the angel, the angel speaking to him, it says, since the first day, the moment you turned to God, your words were heard. You see, I think about that seed. We know for a seed to germinate, it needs to go into soil, needs to have the right makeup in the soil. There needs to be moisture. But what happens is when the moisture and the environment underneath the surface goes into the seed, it germinates. And that process is what leads to a new plant being birthed. See, what happens is you plant the seed and you water it and something is happening on a surface, on a level that you can't see, but it does not mean that it has not taken place. You see, your prayer is the seed. See, what happened in Daniel's situation in that scripture is the angel says, the moment you began to pray, the moment you set your heart up, the moment you come before God and say, Jesus, help me, it says your words were heard. But yet sometimes it's on a level that we can't quite see yet. But it doesn't mean that your words have not been heard. Prayer. Asking God to help you when you're facing resistance is the trigger to your prayer being answered. The evidence might not be there yet, but know that your God hears you and He is sending an answer. Isaiah 65, 24 says this, Before you call, before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. There are people in this room facing resistance and you want to know whether or not God has heard your prayer. You begin to ask questions. Why is this happening? Am I doing something wrong? Lord, I've been faithful. Lord, I continue to pray. God, why is this happening to me? God says, I know, I've heard. And I want to encourage you today that your prayer is in germination. Something is happening in the background. God is aligning situations. God is doing something underneath in a realm that you can't see in order for you to take a hold of it. But mark my words, there will be a moment when it will burst through the surface level and you'll see the hand of God. Your words were heard. The second thing that I think is so important when facing crisis, when facing resistance is this. Don't be afraid that's hard to do when you've been praying for your family and then an argument breaks out all of a sudden you feel like there's momentum and then there's incredible pushback 
You've been praying for your health and you wake up and you feel so good and then the next day you wake up and you're back to square one. You've been praying for your finances and you feel like you've got some momentum and then this week you get your car registration and an electricity bill and you're back where you started. Don't be afraid. God has his hand on your life. God is orchestrating things for your good. Can you imagine if you look at some of the characters in the Bible and uh, you've heard me talk about the reversal before, but if you look at guys like David, who was destined to be king, but yet there's a period of over a decade where he's running for his life. Resistance, you would assume. But God's will continued to unfold. You look at Joseph, has this dream. People are going to bow down to me. Uh, it's going to be, you know, incredible. I, I really don't know what's going on. And then his brothers sell him and he's in slavery. But yet during his prayer, in the seed, on the surface level that he couldn't understand, God was aligning him to save his family and a nation. What looked to be great resistance was God outworking his will. Now my Bible says clear to me, which I try to speak over my life every day, is that God's plans for my life are to prosper me, not to harm me, and to give me a future and a hope. That was God's will for his people in exile. That's God's will for your life today. God wants to see you prosper. God counts the hairs on your head because he cares about you. So don't be afraid. Face it with faith. Can you imagine being in a scenario like Jairus, synagogue leader, humbles himself and falls before Jesus? He says, My daughter is unwell. Jesus, would you come and pray? Jesus, my hero, absolutely I'll come. On the journey there, there are some delays. As Annalie talked about, he encounters a woman with bleeding. But while that's going on, Jairus' servant comes to him and says, don't bother Jesus anymore. Your daughter, she's dead. And what does Jesus say? I want to speak this into our lives this morning. Can I declare this over your life? Jesus turned to him and said, don't be afraid. Believe. Don't have fear. Have faith. I believe that when you focus on God's goodness, it's transitional to overcoming fear. God is so good his plans for you are so good that in the midst of when something is going wrong, it's so hard to take a hold of the truth that God will work it for good, but He will. Your family, your health, your finance, all have to submit to the authority that is our Lord and Saviour. Don't be afraid. 
God sees you. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Because sometimes if you focus on what you can see, things don't make sense. But when you walk by faith, you know that that prayer that you've sent to God, even though you can't see the outworking of it yet, He's heard your prayer. And He's orchestrating things to bring breakthrough. Don't be afraid if you're in reversal. If you're facing resistance, you're winning. Because you're on the right track. God is waiting for His timing, our readiness, and breakthrough will come. You see, resistance builds resilience. Sometimes when we pray, there may be a delay and a resistance in the spirit realm. And I always sit back and ponder and go, God, you have infinite power. Why didn't you just, to the prince of Persia, let the angel go on through and tell Daniel his message? God, why am I waiting? I've been so diligent with the finances of our home. The way I'm treating my family the way I'm conducting myself in my business, but yet, God, I'm stewarding what's going on. Why is there resistance? Is it me? I often wonder if resistance is God taking any opportunity to grow you because He's sold out to your purpose. You look at Daniel Without Daniel going through that 21 days, I wonder if he would have learnt the value in persisting in prayer. If he had stopped at day 20, day 19, would the breakthrough have come? You see, I believe God is so sold out to your life that when you are faced with resistance, when you're faced with challenges, God is using it to grow you and build you and strengthen you for His purpose and will and so that you can take a hold of it once there's an opportunity to do so. Persistent prayer is what Daniel would have learned. So maybe as you reflect on your own life, is there something at the moment that God is trying to build in you, in me, in us? Is God so sold out for you that He's allowing this to happen so that you learn the value of pushing through and keep going? This, this is not a sprint. Maybe God is teaching you to control your emotions. It's very easy when you face resistance to be annoyed, to be annoyed at everything, 
God, your family, the mailman. God, it's not working out. God is so interested in shaping us that just maybe he's allowing this to happen. Resistance can build you. Do you know that a prayer delayed does not mean a prayer denied? God's heard your prayer. It's on its way. But he's trying to teach you, teach me to get ready to receive it. Because it says there at the end of our text today that it concerns a time yet to come. God's appointed timing. Resistance doesn't mean God won't answer it. It means it's not the right timing yet. How often though, when there isn't breakthrough, do we make life harder for ourselves? See, because what happens by nature, this is me, I like the easy road. I do. The most comfortable road possible is the road I like to go. Can I encourage you this morning to stay the course and commit to the process? In the book of Genesis, we read a story about Abraham and Sarah. And God's promise to, through Abraham's seed, have nations and more children than there are stars in the sky, descendants. It's incredible, but yet they're old and nothing's happening. There seems to be this resistance to what's going on. When in fact it was God orchestrating his timing to prove his faithfulness. But yet Sarah and Abraham go, this isn't working. Let's make another plan. Sarah goes to Abraham, which actually in that culture uh, was uh, acceptable to do so. But was not God's promise. She goes, here's my servant, my maid, Hagar. At least I can give you a child through her. So they go and they make their own plan. They give up on the promise that God would use Sarah, God would use Abraham for the seed. They've gone the other way because they've been tired and worn out of the resistance they felt they were facing, even though we know it was God's timing. And they have Ishmael. You see, what happened with Ishmael is that when he was a teenager, Sarah falls pregnant with the promised child, Isaac. And then what happens is that what's declared over Ishmael is that he will war with everybody. He, he will fight. He'll be a constant thorn into his brother. He will, they will fight and they will always be in conflict. So what happened is instead of waiting for God's promise, they set up a lifetime of conflict. Please stay the process when you face resistance. Don't create for yourself 
and Ishmael. Because at God's appointed time, things will unfold. I'll get Teagues, if you could come up. When John Mallow was here, we had incredible healings take place in our meeting. And one thing he said, I'll hold on to to the rest of my life, for the rest of my life. He said, if the devil tries to steal your promise, talk to him like he's stealing your wallet. Enough is enough for our community. In 1 Chronicles chapter 14, you read an incredible story about King David. It says, When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all of Israel, they went out in full force to search for him. God's promise, God's anointing had come unto David to be king. And then the moment he's taken hold of that, it says that the enemy, the Philistines, came out in full force to meet him. You've got to talk to the enemy like he's stealing your wallet. The Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all of Israel. They went out in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now the Philistines had come to raid a valley. So David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? And the Lord answered him, Go, I will deliver them into your hands. David is anointed king. The Philistine army come out to search for him. But by the anointing and the power of God, he goes out to meet them. There are people in this place. You've been looking at the resistance that you've been facing in your personal worlds the wrong way. It's very easy to do. I've been there. But if you look at it from this perspective, God has heard your prayer already. So don't be afraid. Resistance means you're on the right road. And at God's appointed time, He'll bring breakthrough. So go out to meet the challenge in faith that God is with you. So we can put down the lights and encourage the rest of the band to come. There are people here this morning for quite a broad spectrum of reasons, you're facing resistance. I love the process of David. He, he went out to meet them. He'd inquired of the Lord and knew he had God's blessing. 
I want to pray with people today that the resistance that you've been facing, the challenges that you've been walking through, God will bring them to His appointed time of breakthrough. So with every eye closed this morning, if that's you, I just want to encourage you just to stand where you are. I'd love to pray with you. Stand now. There you are. There's many people. Hallelujah. community just for a moment if you're sitting around somebody that uh, is standing near you would you go and and, and would you uh, lay hands on them would you crowd around them let's pray together everybody needs someone Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the bravery of the people that stood this morning, Lord. Lord, life isn't easy, but your purpose is so, so good. Life is hard, Lord, but you bring breakthrough. You bring blessing. You bring favour. A year of suddenlies, Lord, suddenly breakthrough. Lord, right now for every person that is there, that is standing. Lord, right now I thank you that you are bringing quickly your appointed time. Lord, I pray for every person that's standing. Build in them, Lord, what you need to build. Strengthen them where they need to be strengthened, Lord God, so that they are ready to take a hold of your will. I thank you, Lord God, that resistance, Lord God, is a key indicator that they are walking in your purpose and your will for their lives. And today, Lord, we speak faith. Today we encourage them, Lord. Your appointed time is coming. Lord, it's been prophetically shared and declared over our church that this will be a year of suddenly there's breakthrough. Suddenly there's breakthrough. Health, breakthrough in Jesus' Name. Habits broken in Jesus' Name. Finances provided in Jesus' Name. Relationships restored in Jesus' Name. We give You all the honour and the glory. Let this be a moment of Your will. We pray in Jesus' Name. Amen.